The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. Good afternoon. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored. No holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? Let's get it on. <laughs> I like that, D-Love. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Let's get it on. I'm ready to get it on. I'd try and sing it, but I'd completely smash that song to pieces if I tried. Yeah. Yeah. So my 101 Days of Self-Pleasure project is underway, D-Love. You've started? I have started. You pleasure I only did an intro video. What? So I I technically haven't really started because I only did an intro video. Oh. Okay. You might but, be getting so uh, excited because they think you're going to shoot every self-pleasuring moment. I am, except for not explicitly. I'm just going to talk about them. Right. I'm, I'm okay. letting everyone down Yeah. who thought I was, they were actually going to see me self-pleasuring. Uh-huh. But it's not explicit. Right. So today on Sex with Jaya, we are talking with escort, former escort and author Veronica Monet about sexual secrets she learned during her practice. But before that, let's check in with Eden Fantasies to see what's hot this week. Victoria had jury duty. She's stuck away. So today we have Carrie Ann with us. Do you love, do we have a Carrie Ann theme song? I can't think of any uh, songs that have the name Carrie Ann in them. Maybe Carrie Ann could help us out. No, I'm not going to mention the song I was named after. Not at all. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> you were named after a song? Yeah, this song, uh, The Hollies, Hey Carrie Ann. See there, look, I mentioned it anyhow. Very old. Mm. My parents are old. Uh. I was named after a song, too, so now we have something in common. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right. Well, so we have a lot of stuff going on, so tell us what's hot this week. Oh, you know what? We have always lots of hot stuff, but this week we have, um, we're featuring the Mona G-Spot Vibrator from Lilo. Um, you know, we always love the Lilo toys. Isn't that an awesome name? name? Mona. Yeah, it just, you know, it makes you think of good things. Just kind of neat. Um, but the Mona's a really excellent toy. It's, uh, got a really, really neat curve to it and a bulge, and it's lightweight and rechargeable and silicone and, you know, all the good things that a luxury toy should be. Um, absolutely beautiful. Bright, fun colors, too. And this next one, I've actually tried the Bullets by Evolved Novelties. Um, I had the pleasure of having one. So this is a, a certain one, the armor piercing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are, these are really nice, too. Um, the armor piercing bullets are they're really discreet and really, really strong. 
Um, and unlike most bullets that you just, you know, click them on and you have one speed, they come with five different functions. Uh, three of them are pulsations, which is, you know, always fun. Um, and really portable, you can stick it in your purse, really quiet, waterproof, really awesome bullets, some of the best out there. <clears throat> so this and week they come I was on a community <laughs> interview. I'm sorry, say that this again? Week I was on, go ahead. I said this week I was on community interview at Eden Fantasies. And, yeah, you uh, had had some great questions. I think you asked some questions, didn't you? I did. I asked a couple. How did you like doing that? It was so much fun. I had a lot of fun. It was really hard for me, though, to pick, you know, who got prizes. Yeah. The prizes <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like that part. I want everyone to win. <laughs> <laughs> your interview was fabulous, though. I was really impressed with how detailed your answers were. Um, that was probably one of my top couple of interviews to read ever. It was mm. fun. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yay, I love when that happens. So you can go to check it out at EdenFantasies.com slash interviews, and you should find my interview up there right now. I think it's still the main one. And also you can go to EdenFantasies.com. This week the coupon code is JAYA25, JAYA, J-A-I-Y-A, and then the numbers 25 for 25% off at EdenFantasies.com. So what else do you have going on in the forum? So we have my interview, of course. Everyone should go check it out and read all about. I have a question about my 20-hour sexcapade on there that I once had. So that was fun to answer. That was one of my favorite questions. That's awesome. It's about the 20-hour sexcapade. Oh, and other than your interview, we've got, uh, well, as always, posts about our video review program and the mentorship program. So anyone looking to get involved in the community can kind of figure out how to do so. Uh, we've got talks about porn parodies, we've got product polls, bizarre sex world records, fucking machines, relationships, latest internet buzz, all sorts of stuff. There's always something going on. And uh, even so what are what are some of the bizarre sex world records? I want to know those. Yeah, oh my god, I can't even name any offhand. Um, so we have to go check it out. Yeah, to find wow. out the bizarre sex world records, I want to go find out. Hey, D-Love, you can look that up right now. Yeah, okay. I'm betting almost anything Gary started that one because he's always got some bizarre sex stuff to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a contest this week, and what are you giving away this week? All over on EdenCafe.com, we are giving away two of our glass kisser vibrators. Um, those are the only toy that we actually have our Eden Fantasies name on, and they're nubby and swirly and absolutely awesome uh, contest and Sunday night. Awesome. And then sex is, what's happening this week on sex is, of course, I have my own article that I'll be reviewing, but um, anything interesting that we should talk about? I, I saw Buck Angel talking about his body image issues. I thought that was really fun. Yeah, Buck Angel is always awesome. He's so just to the point about everything and honest. I love it. Um, as always, we have Tuesdays with Nina, and this week uh, Nina did a her video blog covered uh, mutual masturbation, which is always a good topic. Um, the blog asked talked about sex in the city. She couldn't quite decide if it was sex and the city or sex in the city. Uh, the Naked <laughs> Reader Book Club. We had uh, Lorna gave us our daily sex feed, which is really awesome. We've been doing that for a while, and it's just yeah. I reviewed that one last news. week. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Sinclair Sexsmith uh, talked about his uh, weekend in Seattle and how wonderful Seattle is. Sex 2.0 was there this past weekend, and we had belly dancing as a way to improve your sex life by Liz Langley. Awesome, good stuff. Yeah. And then Twitter, you guys are still raising money till the end of the month. 
Yep, a couple more days, yes, for Aid Service Center New York, uh, Twitter and Facebook. Um, you can find tweets throughout the day on the Eden Fantasies account and uh, Sex Magazine and Eden Cafe, too, um, or on our, all of our Facebooks. Um, and you're yeah, giving I think that's $3,000. So, yeah, $3,000 um, by the end of the month. So just a couple more days. Everyone's got to go and follow the the uh, Aid Service Center account on Facebook. Awesome. So lots of really fun stuff, lots of really great stuff. Uh, thank you so much, Carrie Ion, for being on the show and coming in in place of Victoria. Oh, thank uh, you our, for having our, me. <laughs> Our sexperts, we love having her on to talk about all the fun toys and products and good community events that you have going on. I'm really excited for my 101 Days of Self-Pleasure, which Eden Fantasies is sponsoring. You can go, I have a video up on YouTube now, the introduction video. So if you go on YouTube and search 101 Days of Self-Pleasure, you will find me talking about my experiment. And um, I think I'm posting up, I'm uploading another video as we speak right now. I'm multitasking quite a bit here. (laughs) uh, uh, So there should be one just explaining how the whole thing works. And um, I just put in, um, you know, I'm going to get some erotica from you guys and um, different vibrators and all kinds of things to try during my 101 days, you know, because I need lots of inspiration. So Definitely. thank you guys for <laughs> supporting me in that. And, and Carrie-Ann, do you have any advice or words of advice for me or cheering me on in my 101-day exploration? Oh, you know what? The more you do it, the more you want to do it. <laughs> yeah, just thinking about it, I said I told I wrote to D Love early this morning, and I said, you know what, I am so hot right now because I had this hot dream last night, and then I woke up, and then I put in an order for erotica and sex toys, and you know, I mean, my whole life it revolves around all this stuff because I'm teaching it, but just the idea of like, okay, I'm going to self pleasure for 101 days has me already like my libido is noticing it raring. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. The more you think about it and then the more you actually do it, you know, then you want to do it more and more. Yep. What do you think, D-Love? Are you feeling like you're in trouble? For a woman whose libido is already like a race car, uh, i got to prepare for a jet plane coming through the house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, this has been part of the part of the preparation process for my 101 days has been, um, you know, just getting my partner ready, <laughs> preparing him for what's going to happen. Yeah. So um, I'm going to take a few minutes to talk about the Sexes magazine review this week. Um, today's article is entitled "The Hard and Soft of It: One Sex Surrogate's Experience with Erectile Dysfunction." I have a little bit of mixed feelings about the article because um, I've worked a lot with men who deal with ED and helping them to work through it and have satisfying sexual interactions. But one thing, you know, there were a lot of great things that the article addressed, and I love the author's honesty and openness. Um, but one thing that they didn't address in the article was the cultural myths around erection, which I often find, you know, like men think that they have to have a raging heart erection in order to enjoy sex. And so I think that that's one of the things that I want to break down. I was actually talking to some women last night at a party, and they were like, one woman asked me about it, and she was like, you know, my partner, he couldn't get an erection because he was on medication, and he kept saying how great it was, and I just didn't believe him. I thought something was wrong with me or, you know, that he was lying, and I was like, no, men can really, really enjoy having a soft penis. Sometimes it's even more pleasurable. So I just wanted to throw my two cents about that in, Um, but I think there's a lot of really valuable stuff there in the article. She talks about 
the differences between a physical issue and a medical like issue and also a psychological issue. So I think that those are good and and her own personal experience around it. So that was all really fun to read was just her honesty, her openness and her own personal experience of what she learned and then experimenting also with Viagra and some of those things um, in in that process. What do you think, D-Love? I was only in my rush of morning able to read about half the article. Um, but I figure you'd have depth of uh, knowledge to plumb on the subject. Hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, D-Love, for your honesty. <laughs> uh, so be sure to check it out at www.sexismagazine.com for more really great articles. And we talked a little bit about some of the things that are going on there, Buck Angel's article and all of that. Thank you so much, Carrie Ann, for joining us. And be sure to visit EdenFantasies.com, coupon code JAYA, J-A-I-Y-A. The number is 25, JAYA25, for 25% off this week at EdenFantasies.com. When we return, we will have our guest, Veronica Monet, author of Sex Secrets of Escorts, joining us. I am so excited. More Sex with JAYA when we come back. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. When Daya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected, so we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features sensual massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let them know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. The Sports Mavericks Show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks Show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award Program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on The Voice America Sports Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're back with our guest, Veronica Monet, author of Sex Secrets of Escorts. You know, Veronica, I have been reading your book, and I'm almost finished, and I have to say I relate to it in so many ways. I often say that I've been able to peek into a different world because of what's been revealed to me during my session work, so I'm really enjoying that. Hello, Veronica. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I've, I'm, I'm delighted that you're reading the book, and what's... Um, I um you know I really wanted to write this book called The Truth About Men but nobody wanted to publish that one so I just put it in the first 5 chapters and and uh, you know it's supposed to be a sex manual but it, it's really about um uh, what I learned about men while I was working as an escort. So you discovered some interesting myth breakers about men which you talk about why do, what do you think men really want when it comes to sex and relationships? You know it depends on who they're having the sex and the relationship with. Um, and some of the things that I discovered about men who pay for sex is that they're looking for a way to get away from the um, roles that are expected of them, and especially um, working with uh, powerful, wealthy men. They're looking a lot of times to be dominated, um, to be told what to do, and, and that just became so universal. I never advertised myself as a pro-dom, but I, I really found that there was a lot of demand for that, so I actually had to go get some training as a pro-dom in order to keep up with the demand. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, um, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it, there was some breakdown around uh, socioeconomic class. If a guy was working for somebody and felt like he was taking orders all day long, um, not as much disposable income, he might save his money uh, over the course of six months so that he could have one session with me, and, and then he might be more interested in doing that whole, you know, I want to do all the porn porn sex that I saw, all the stuff I've been watching on video that I've never gotten to do with my wife or my girlfriend. But And that's kind of the myth that's out there, and it's, uh, there's always going to be people that support our, our stereotypes, but uh, for the vast majority of men, I found that they really just wanted a vacation from having to be a man. Hmm. So tell us a little bit about your experiences as an escort, and what do you think surprised you most? Uh, the thing that surprised me the most, you have to understand, I uh, um, I got a college degree first, so I graduated from Oregon State University. Then I spent seven years in corporate America um, working in telecommunications, working in the computer industry, and uh, finally actually working in radio sales. 
Um, and most of my jobs were uh, middle management, so I was an office manager. I was, uh, um, you know, a department manager, and then finally I was a marketing sales representative. All of those jobs, no matter, you know, how much um, responsibility they came with, I was told exactly what my job description was and what was it expected of me. You know, they always handed you a sheet of paper even that told you what your job was about, and then you knew how much money you were going to get paid. So when I transitioned into the sex industry, I thought it was going to be kind of a similar thing. I'd be working for all these individual men who would probably come to me and hand me money and tell me what they wanted. And instead, they handed me money and expected me to tell them what we were going to do. Uh, And this actually kind of uh, set me in a little bit of a panic because I I really wasn't that um, adept at sex at that time. And I realized that I had to go take some classes. So I ended up taking um, fire breath orgasm class from Jawala. I took a sacred prostitution class <coughs> excuse me, from uh, Cozy Fabian and, and um, you know, eventually got certified as a, a um, sex educator through San Francisco Sex Information. So there was this push for me to have more information than what I started off with because the clients really expected me to be the professional who was telling them what we were going to do. Hmm. I was the biggest surprise. Just coming so coming the, from the so-called straight vanilla world, suddenly realizing that I was uh, I was going to get to have a lot more to say about my working conditions, and and uh, that was a lot more power than I'd ever had in all those seven years of working in offices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a one big one for me too. Was also. Um, I also marketed myself more as a sex educator, sex teacher. So when I was working with a lot of men, um, I also saw very similar to what you've talked about. So everything that you, I've read so far, I've really related to. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. That's so true. So true. Do <laughs> um, <laughs> love? Yes. Are you there? I am here. So you're a guy. I am. And you, you, you will admit that you've seen an escort before. I have. And what what was your experience behind it? Like, why? You know, what do you what surprised you about actually seeing an escort? Um, well, I mean, hmm. I came out of uh, a marriage, and I didn't want to go through the dating thing right away, but I definitely wanted to have sex. So I don't know if it's a typical escort type uh, uh, approach, but I I kind of went window shopping at a uh, strip club. And just made some inquiries of women I was attracted to who were working there if they did stuff on the side. And most of them, at least at this one place, did. And um, it was a great experience. I can't say it was the best sexual experience of my life, but uh, it was, you know, the, the very professional and very safe, uh, which I really appreciated. So that gave me confidence that. There's not going to be any STDs passed back and forth. Um, I would say that um, she controlled where things went, like how far everything went. Um, but I was definitely bringing my requests and what I wanted to the the game, not necessarily what's being described here, where the you know the escort's really kind of controlling it and the guy's looking to be told what to do. I had I had my agenda. Yeah, you you also are like the guy who lights candles and wants to give massages and yeah, all so that I wanted kind of to, stuff. You know, I wanted it to be a pleasurable thing for her and me. Um, 
but not have to have all the conversation of, uh, you know, uh, negotiations. What, what does this mean, you know? Right. So, um, Veronica, one of the things that I saw in your book is that confidence in a woman seems really important. So how is women, you know, one of the things I read is that guys don't really care about our body image so much. And I, you know, D-Love and I talk about this a lot. He's not looking at the cellulite on my butt while we're having sex. So um, how, as women, can we be more confident with our body image, our sexuality, and our intellects and being You know, I, I think one of the first things that I do, I actually teach a workshop um, about sexy is as sexy does, and I... Um, I like to familiarize women with men's porn because a lot of times they haven't viewed that. Now, that's quickly changing, by the way. Um, I, I think, you know, anybody under 20, you're, you're looking at at least one-third of all women look at online porn on a regular basis, and 17% of those actually think they might have a, an addiction to online porn. So mm-hmm. our, our culture is very rapidly shifting around gender differences. But if we're talking about people 35 and older, there is sometimes um, a great divide between, um, you know, men's association with uh, online porn, which comes out to something like 99% of all men, um, versus uh, women, which, you know, sometimes haven't been exposed to it at all. So I like to show them the vast array of images that actually arouse men uh, enough that they would pay to access those images, and women are often very shocked. They're, you know, some men love women that are her suit, uh, that is, women who have a great deal of body hair, and yet there's uh, women out there who are, you know, uh, desperate to try to remove body hair, so that can be very freeing for them. Um, there's men out there who absolutely, you know, love women who have full figures, um, uh, maybe even, you know, depending on how you self-identify, they would uh, term it as um, loving women who are fat. And this is, can be a very freeing thing for women, regardless of what they look like or how they want to present, just to know that there's all that diversity and that there isn't this one-size-fits-all Barbie doll, Miss America, cookie-cutter thing that we have all been led to believe is what drives men's libido by the media. So uh, even men sometimes are relieved to find that out because secretly they're having um, a great deal of libido around a particular image that they think their friends would um, lose respect for them or make fun of them for if they were to find out that they were actually attracted to that kind of woman. So I, I like to educate both genders to the idea that there's a lot of diversity out there that isn't acknowledged by the dominant culture. Hmm. I think that's an important one because even, D-Love, you've shared that you think you have to be with a certain type of woman to be a successful man. Have I shared that? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he doesn't remember the conversation. It doesn't sound familiar, like, mm. to my experience. What I think what is definitely familiar to me is that I, I felt like I took on an attraction to a certain type of woman because I grew up looking at the cover of, you know, Cosmo magazine or whatever the media was pumping into my head of what a woman's supposed to look like. Um, but I didn't really, I mean, I, well, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's definitely something to that was ingrained in me of like, if I'm with this type of woman that does look like success. Right. Yeah. All right. Maybe you just worded it differently. Yeah, you got me. 
<laughs> I got you. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I, I love that in your book because I was reading that, Veronica, about how, um, you know, just how men have their own culture and they're like, hey, buddy, you know, that's what's supposed to be hot. So that's the only thing I can admit is also what I'm attracted to. So. Right. So, and that's also um, just, you know, even what men want out of an interaction with a female, it becomes uh, a, lo- a very competitive posturing. So mm-hmm. that um, if if you were to take any sampling of my clients and ask them, um, you know, why did you go see Veronica? Um, if 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 it was during the period of time when I was actually seeing people on an hourly basis, you know, because my my career spanned quite a few years. Um, and I started off doing uh, out calls and in calls, um, and then I started traveling around the U.S. Um, you know, by plane from from city to city. And I wasn't doing tours; I was actually being um, invited out and flown out by a particular man. And I would spend you know up to three days with that particular man. Um, and at that point, you know, when you start spending days with one man. They are definitely there to have an intellectual, emotional, and spiritual connection with you. But um, during the part of my career where I was just seeing people on an hourly basis, a lot of them probably would have told you that they were just there for the sex, that, you know, maybe they wanted to try something new. And that would be how they would respond to it because that really bolsters their image as a man. But if you were to ask me what actually happened in that room... <laughs> for that right. hour that they were there, um, it was some amazing diversity again. I mean, um, some I remember one young man who was very irate that um, I had taken his uh, money and I was trying to get him to disrobe, and he, you know, very defiantly said, "I just want to talk this time." Mm-hmm. Um, had another client who had me on an annual retainer, and we got together just to watch old John Wayne movies and order takeout. So um, that diversity is not something that is easily acknowledged among male peers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not it's not macho to say, "Yeah, I just handed her a wad of cash, and all I wanted to do was cuddle." Right, right. <laughs> well, we have to go to break, so we're going to come back and talk more with Veronica Monet, author of Sex Secrets of Escorts. When we return, more sex with Jaya. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. When Zaya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected, that we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features sensual massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let them know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. 
Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly earthquake. Destruction is everywhere. Tens of thousands are feared dead and hundreds of thousands are homeless without food, water, and basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene, but your support is urgently needed to help us save lives. Please give as much as you can now. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. You can even donate $10 right now by texting the word SAVE from your cell phone to 20222. Please give now. Are you ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Today we're talking with Veronica Monet. You can visit her website, sexwithoutshame.com or veronicamonet.com. I love that sex without shame, Veronica. That's uh, one of my big missions is to get shame out of our culture. I, I know, and it affects a lot of things besides sex, but I really feel like it starts with the sexual because the whole thing was to shame us, you know, into separating ourselves from our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. We have very little connection there at this, currently. So Right. Yes, yes. So we are on the same wave when it comes to our missions, I have a feeling. I, I <laughs> and think your, so. your, your work has moved into a different place now. You're also working with couples, you said? I am. I, I'm, I've, I retired from escorting in 2004, and I am currently a couples consultant. I work with couples um, both, uh, well, mostly in my office. It's kind of hard to work with couples over the telephone, but I do work with uh, individuals who are in relationship, both men and women, uh, over the telephone, and I have clients all the way from Miami to Seattle to uh, the U.K. and Germany, you know, with the miracles of satellite and Skype and PayPal, you just mm-hmm. instant access to the entire globe. And then I also have an office in uh, Nevada City, California, so that uh, if you're located anywhere near Northern California, you can actually make an appointment to come see me there. And I'm certified as an anger management specialist through Century Anger Management, which is... Wow. Um, so we have to get into the juicy sex tips because I always, you know, it's an education show and I always promise my listeners some sex tips. So what are some tips that you can offer the women who are listening with us today? Well, you know, I, I think that what I always return to women to is the same thing you're, you're doing here, which is self-pleasuring. Um, I think Betty Dodson had it right when she had women get in a circle with mirrors and just take a look at their vulvas. Um, I, I think if you... If you develop an erotic um, connection to your own genitals, it really can unleash a lot of your um, sexuality. Because I I think women have uh, 
salts of a certain amount of well, it's kind of dirty down there, or I don't want to look at it. Sometimes they can't see it. They haven't looked at it. And to, to just actually get out a mirror um, and take a look at the, you know, the labia majora, the labia minora, find your uh, pelvic floor, find your G-spot, um, get a G-spot stimulator if, uh, if you don't have one, uh, use your finger. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to run your finger around just that first uh, one and a half to two inches of the vaginal entrance and, and actually, you know, feel for yourself how the legs of the clitoris go all the way down to the uh, bottom of your vaginal opening and, and feel the, the roughness of the, um, the G-spot. You know, it almost kind of feels like the roof of your mouth, and the more you play with it, the more the erectile tissue gets stimulated. And, uh, and the rest of the walls of the vagina are very smooth. You know, to build that familiarity so that you just see how amazing and how wonderful you are. And, and you can experiment, you know, with dyeing your um, uh, pubic hair uh, or shaving it off or just trimming it, you know, until you find a look that you really like. So, um, you know, you treat that with the same care and attention that you would the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love in your book. I'm right now. I'm on the chapter around your body as your temple and sort of all the self care grooming stuff. And I'm like, oh, I'm a new mom, so I don't know, Veronica, if you knew. I just had a baby. And oh no, I don't. Self care has gone out the window. Self-care. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I didn't hear that last statement. I was saying my self care went out the window after I had my baby. So oh, right. Um, so I'm I'm like, oh, do you love I need to get this back? <laughs> that was something that I loved so much when well, I had my private practice working with a lot of men. And everything changes down there. I, you know, I, I haven't actually taken a, a baby to term, unfortunately. I only got pregnant once in my life, and I, I miscarried. But hmm. uh, it, it definitely changes. It, you, you take, I did. I took a mirror, and I was like, I don't even recognize that vagina. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so there is, you almost have to get reacquainted. And, mm-hmm. um you know, and, 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 and enjoy the fact that, you know, there sometimes are some changes. Sometimes they're temporary, and sometimes there might be some changes that are permanent. You know, it all depends. We're all different. But Yes, and that's part of why I want to do my 101 days of self-pleasure is getting reacquainted with my body and my sexiness. So and this is I'm a excited. from escorts. When you, people always say, well, how do you get turned on if you're with somebody that you're not attracted to? And, you know, it's called mirrors. You have lots of mirrors in the place, and you look at yourself. And that means you actually have to really believe that you're sexy and really relate to yourself. And I think that's why self-pleasuring is so important, because if your primary sexual relationship is with yourself, then you can, you can take that energy, that juice, into all your other relationships. What would you say to encourage someone to uh, get comfortable with having that sexual relationship with themselves? Well, obviously, you know, start privately. Uh, you know, a lot of women are, are, you know, kind of afraid to turn the lights on and, and uh, be exposed to somebody else. So you want to do this on a daily basis with yourself. As a matter of fact, you can just choose that you're, there's going to be a time every day where you stand in front of the mirror um, and you allow the negative voices to come up. There's always negative voices. Oh, I wish this was different. I wish that was different. And, and just watch them, let them go, and then focus in on the things that you love and be very vocal about that, you know, and say, you know, um, 
I love, you know, this part of um, my vagina, or I love this, I love my feet, or I love my hands, or I love my neck, or and and really just start to praise and 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 appreciate yourself, to, you know, instead of waiting for some man to say that to you. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. be be your own best advocate, your own biggest fan, and your own uh, best lover. So if you do that like 10 minutes every day in front of the mirror, it will start to change your relationship with your body. Awesome. It's also so fun to play dress-up. Most of us as girls played dress-up in front of a mirror when we were little girls. And then at some point, you know, uh, it turned into this horrible thing in the dressing room of some department store <laughs> with those horrible lighting. You know, and, and we and maybe now we're afraid to do it. But to try to return to that childlike innocence where it's fun to try on clothes and um and just, you know, really let yourself go with that too. And find the style that makes you feel sexy. Instead of thinking about I wonder if he'd like me in this, think about do I like me in this? And then once you find something that really works for your body type and for your particular taste, get a bunch of it. Get different colors. Awesome. So I'm sure there's lots of guys out there who want to know how to become better lovers. What advice do you have for them? Well, of course, uh, seeing a professional is always a good thing. <laughs> if, I agree. Especially if you tell that professional that you want some lessons on um, female anatomy and sexual response. Um, I know I was always very happy to oblige my clients. I'd actually get out a a desk lamp, and I'd put myself up on a massage table, and I'd get out a mirror, and I'd show them where all the parts went. And one of the things that I just love about men is how much curiosity they have, how open they are into being uh, instructed in how to pleasure women. Um, so that was another myth about men, that they're all about their own pleasure and they're selfish. And I, I didn't find that to be true. I found that men are actually eager to please women. They just wish women would actually tell them what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's helpful. And then, and then, you know, getting inside your lover's head I, is a really important thing. Uh, sometimes there's this disconnect because men don't understand how traumatized women have been around pleasure and around sex. And a lot of women have, you know, if, even if they're not actually an incest survivor or a date rape survivor, they've, they've had encounters with men that maybe were less than, um, um, Egalitarian, you know, like for instance, there's this uh, hand to the back of the head thing, you know, <laughs> like uh, some guys would, oh, I really am enjoying this this oral sex, and so they push the woman's head down, uh, you know, for deeper penetration, and this can be a real negative experience. Um, so becoming more sensitive about that and and um, helping her to be able to express her desires to you would be a Huge, huge thing. I think if you just think about it as performance, you miss the really important um, tantric principle, which is, of course, that you know the way to a man's sex or a way to a man's heart is through his sex, but the way to a woman's sex is through her heart. So you really need to create emotional safety for a woman in order for her sexuality to bud and to flower and and to to go as far as it could. Awesome. We're talking with Veronica Manet, author of Sex Secrets of Escorts, and her websites are sexwithoutshame.com or veronicamonet.com. More Sex with Jaya when we return.
Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. When Zaya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected. So we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features sensual massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let them know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Total career success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top-level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for total career success on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're talking with Veronica Monet. You can visit her site, sexwithoutshame.com and veronicamonet.com. Veronica, do you have any workshops or events coming up to tell us about? I absolutely do. As a matter of fact, next Thursday, June 3rd, I'm going to be teaching a workshop called Rub Me the Right Way. I like Finding it. Finding the male and female G-spot. Awesome. And What's the male G-spot? Over at Pure yeah, Pleasure in Santa Cruz, which is at uh, 204 Church Street. Is the male What's G the male G-spot? Well, you know, the doctors like to call it the prostate, but I, I, it, the, I've had my finger on male and female G-spots, and they all feel like G-spots. So I, that's yep. one of the things I teach. A G-spot is a G-spot is a G-spot. 
it's not really that complicated. <laughs> and the more we can start to see that both genders are able to achieve the same kind of pleasures, I, I think the more we will be able to really step into our sexual pleasure. But right now we've got a lot of, like, um, mental divisions in our head, like this is how the woman's body operates, this is how the man's body operates. And as a bisexual female who has worked with both men and women's bodies, I have basically found that they, they all work quite similar. So mm-hmm. it's, it's more the, the, um, the mind of, of a particular person based upon gender and um, cultural background that I pay attention to to help me know how I'm going to access that body. But the bodies themselves, you know, nipples are nipples. G-spots are G-spots. And awesome. ejaculation is ejaculation. So, <laughs> and multiple orgasms are multiple orgasms. And, um, yeah, I, I, so I like to educate people away from that so that they can really just start focusing on um, how, how, how much pleasure there is that we're not accessing. Right. Yay. Yeah. yeah. How much pleasure can we possibly stand? Exactly, and you know we all have blocks to that. I have my own blocks to pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah. it's amazing growing up in in our Western culture, which is also work oriented and and uh, you know kind of anti pleasure. How how much resistance you can find even in yourself when when ideologically and psychologically you think you've really processed those things, but there's still some of that shame is still lurking in the corners. Hmm. I'm about to find out where more of mine is with my 101 days of self-pleasure. Absolutely. (laughs) You can find out more about me at redhottouch.com or newworldsexeducation.com. And um, I have a new web TV being launched. And I have a Women's Sacred Sex Workshop coming up at the end of June. So that's June, I think it's the 26th and 27th, are the dates Women's Sacred Sex Retreat. And then in July, I have a workshop coming up I'm really excited about, the Super Sex Life Makeover Workshop with Sherry Winston and Ellen Heed. And we are doing three amazing days with three amazing sex educators with infinite possibilities. And you can find out more. We're giving away um, some amazing gifts for people who sign up in the, before June 23rd. There's discounts. There's also I'm giving away my DVD series. So check it out at www.intimateartscenter.com slash makeover for more information about that workshop. So we have a few minutes here, Veronica, for some more questions. So in your book, you talk about tantric sex and sex and spirit. And I'm just wondering, you know, I kind of came into it from the opposite direction where I came in from the tantra community and then became uh, like a bikini doing um, sensual massage and having a full-time practice teaching that way. Um, How did you come into the more sacred sex aspects from being an escort? A lot of that really was because of the, the uh, sacred prostitution classes that I took with Cozy Fabian. And um, it's, it's, she's the only person I know who actually teaches the topic um, or, or used to teach it. I don't, at this point, I don't think she's offering those classes. But, you know, this was a really important shift in consciousness for me because it um, helped me understand an ancient uh, tradition that I was actually moving into as uh, a sacred prostitute, and when I start thinking of myself in those, um, you know, ways, then I really did become 
uh, hungry for more information. And um, my focus was very much about working with um, tantric energy, working with chi, uh, working with people's pressure points, uh, teaching my clients how to breathe, um, extending the orgasmic experience, uh, working to uh, help establish internal orgasms. I, you know, all of this was very, very important. But I didn't advertise it as such. I, I found that I've always um, taken a great deal of pleasure in, in interfacing with the mainstream. So instead of uh, pulling in people who are actually seeking those things, I pull in people who are probably looking for things that were a little more um, banal. Mm-hmm. And and infusing that uh, expectation with you know hopefully a transformative uh, experience, and um, you know that that actually is the role of the sacred prostitute is a communication between the profane and the sacred. It's interesting that you say that because I in my practice I did advertise as a tantra um educator and you know tantric massage and all of that when I first started and I still got the guy you know cuz tantra became a code word kind of for right. escorting and so I still got the the guys and I was also in Ohio <laughs> who were looking for more you know they had no idea what that was except for that maybe it was a code word for something else. And so it's interesting that you, you know, you ha- were advertising more as like the mainstream, but then sneaking in, well, not sneaking, but you know what I mean, like well, giving no, them a transformative really experience, of something that they didn't know um, they were going to have. And I had the same exact experience. I, I always felt like a double agent, but that really, that really fell in line with everything I learned about sacred prostitutes who, you know, the, the men would go out to war and they would come to the temple and have sex with the prostitutes before they went home because, and, and the women who wanted to get married would go to the prostitute, you know, the temple and prostitute themselves. So the sacred prostitution was always seen as this communication between light and dark, um, the underworld and the upper world. It's just, it's, you know, being between those two worlds and, and helping to to um, to build that connection. Hmm. So we only have a few minutes. Is there anything that you would like to say to my listeners, anything, any words of advice that you have for people as they embark on exploring their sexuality? Well, yes, I do. And I, it, it speaks to what I'm doing right now. <clears throat> I'm working with, uh, with couples around anger management and sacred sexuality, and people always ask me, well, what do those two have to do with each other? And, you know, what I find a lot of times is that in long-term relationships, people find, have sometimes some substandard coping skills for the things that frustrate them and anger them, and but they still really value the relationship and they want to stay in the relationship. And every time you find yourself saying, well, it's just not worth an argument, um, that's really a counterproductive approach. It's, it, you know, instead we want to look at conflict as an opportunity to build compassion and connection. And if you have certain anger management tools that, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm not angry, and, and that's like your first sign that you're out of touch with your anger because anger is just a normal part of being on planet Earth. And to be in touch with that, to know when you're angry and to be able to express that in a healthy way that doesn't violate other people's boundaries or create damage is a really, really good way to uh, send your sex life in a long-term relationship out into orbit because um, you start removing all the little defenses that you're building up, the energetic walls that you're not even conscious of. 
And as they come down because of this transparency and this ability to communicate openly, all of a sudden your um, sexual encounters are just uh, beyond anything you could possibly imagine. Thank you so much, Veronica, for joining us. Unfortunately, we are way out of time. Uh, you can visit more, uh, find out more information by visiting Veronica's site, sexwithoutshame.com or veronicamonet.com. Thank you so much, Veronica. Thank you, D-Love. Thanks, Jai. You're wonderful. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.